Welcome to the Mama Project Podcast, where we discuss all things pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood, parenting, and beyond. I am your host, Christine Zifra, a mom to an incredible baby girl, two fur babies, and married to the most amazing man and life partner. I am an entrepreneur, former gym owner, lifelong athlete, and career fitness professional. I am a lover of all things fitness, especially strength training and triathlons. Mama Project is a coaching platform where I provide other moms unique strategies to improve both their physical and mental health during seasons of pregnancy and postpartum. The goal of this podcast is to supply you with tools and resources to guide you wherever you're at in your journey, offer inspirational stories from myself and guests, ultimately educating and entertaining you along the way. If you are a mom currently pregnant or recently postpartum, this podcast is for you. I would love it if you subscribed so that you can get updated when a new episode is released. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of the Mama Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Zifra, and today I have a solo episode here for you talking about raising daughters in this modern world. And it's probably going to be a shorty episode today. I don't have anything typed out or planned or a script. I'm just kind of going off the cuff. But I thought this was a really important topic to discuss today as, you know, a woman raising a daughter at the time of filming this or recording this episode. My daughter is about six months old And I've just noticed a shift happening with our, you know, culture and society. And it's just something that I really wanted to address today. So as an 80s baby, you know, and even maybe some 90s babies on there, our moms were raised in a society where you only really exercised to lose weight as a means to lose weight, right? Um, You know, aerobics was a big thing, you know, step class. I know my mom's been very involved in jazzercise and pretty much like cardio was the exercise targeted towards women, right? Like do cardio to lose weight and strength training and weights were just for the boys. You would never see women in in the weight room, you know, because you didn't want to get bulky and things like that. And, you know, growing up, I, um, I'm one of five kids. So I'm the middle of five and I have two older brothers and then there's me. And then there was a little bit of an age gap, but then I have a younger brother and a younger sister. And so growing up with two older brothers, um, I was constantly at their sports games growing up, you know, baseball games, football games, and, I was like, you know, I want to play. Like, why can't I play? Like, when can I play? When can I sign up? So as soon as I could, I was in sports. You know, I was in basketball, volleyball, softball. I did swimming. Like, I did all the things as a kid, which if you know me, you're probably not very surprised because I just wanted to see, like, what I liked and, you know, what I enjoyed and what I was good at. And it turns out that volleyball was my true my true passion and my true calling. And after eighth grade, once I got to high school, that's what I decided to really put all of my energy and focus on was playing volleyball. And I played year round. So I played in high school and then I played club, 
And it really wasn't until I got to college that I even started running because my freshman year, I tried out for the club volleyball team at U of I and I didn't make it. And so then I started running. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you probably know a little bit of my story, but I was really bad at running. And so I wanted to, I wanted to start and thus kind of began my love for all things fitness, running, and then I got involved in strength training and yoga. And then once I got bored of just running marathons, I was like, I should do a triathlon. So then that's when I met my husband and, you know, we were good friends and he taught me how to swim. And then I started doing triathlons. So I've always had a very healthy relationship with exercise. Um, I've always exercised to be strong and to strive for a goal. Uh, I never, I'll be completely transparent, like I've never had a weight problem. Um, I was always pretty, pretty lean. Um, I did gain some weight in college, you know, who doesn't, you know, the freshman 10 or 15 pounds because you drink a lot more alcohol in college. Um, At least I did because I went to a Big Ten university and had a lot of fun. But, But yeah, like growing up, food was never demonized as good or bad. You know, my my mom was never really on a diet per se. My mom was always pretty, pretty lean herself. Uh, I would say my parents weren't really big, um, like exercisers. Like they, they didn't really work out. I think they were just so busy raising five kids that you know we were their workout, running us around to practices and games and this and that. So my my parents have always been in pretty good shape. They've never really had weight issues. But, you know, now as an adult, of course, I ask my mom about, you know, did you exercise when we were younger? Like, you know, I don't even remember. And she said, oh, well, pretty much, you know, I'd exercise to lose the baby weight. And then that was it. And so, you know, that just got my brain working and wiring and, you know, just seeing the evolution of now my cousins having kids and, you know, obviously, you know, when you have a baby, you gain weight, right? It's no surprise. Um, some people gain five to 10 pounds. Then you have women that gain upwards of 40, 50, 60 pounds, me being one of them. And so now being postpartum for the first time in my whole life, I have an extra, you know, 15 to 20 pounds of fat on my body that I'm just totally not used to. And you know, I really thought I would be struggling more mentally about my body image and stressing out about this weight, but I'm really, I'm really not because I know in the grand scheme of life that this is so short term and I know I want to have more babies. Not that, not that I'm not going to lose the weight before the next baby, but I just think that, and it's it's funny because a lot of women start exercising after they have babies because they want to lose weight. We really need to change that mentality and that perspective of exercise to lose weight, especially raising daughters in this culture. We, I mean, I I want my daughter to see exercise as a means to like be healthy and be strong and just something that is something that we do. And not something that's a chore. I don't want her to think like, oh, 
I have to exercise today and check that off the list. I want it to be like, oh, I get to exercise today. Like I get to move my body, whatever that looks like. Like it might be like a 10 minute walk or it might be an hour lifting workout or it might be a 30 minute yoga class, whatever that is. But I really want her to view exercise as just a part of her a part of her routine. This is just kind of what you do. And I'm very grateful that, you know, Matt and I are both very active and exercise is very important to us. It's just something that we do. It makes us feel better mentally, um, you know, reducing stress levels. It's good for endorphins. Like there's just so many reasons beyond body composition why exercise is good for you. And You know, I see a lot of moms on Instagram that have daughters. I feel like a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of girls lately, you know, a lot of, you know, friends and acquaintances um, that I have on Instagram have had girls lately and not everybody is very loud or vocal on Instagram, you know, and I get that a lot of people just consume content and, you know, things like that. Um, I am friends with, you know, my my previous um, guest, Caitlin Darkangelo, if you don't follow her, or if you haven't listened to that episode, listen to it. But she has a daughter as well. She has an 18-month-old daughter. And I just love seeing her, you know, work out and her daughter's there and, you know, seeing her pick up little dumbbells and just seeing exercise as, just like a healthy way to move your body, not as like a means to lose weight and not exercising because you are punishing your body for something that you ate or like, oh, I had a bowl of pasta. I need to run three miles tomorrow or, oh, I had a cookie. So I need to burn that off. Like that's such a like toxic and negative way to look at exercise that that just that paradigm needs to shift. And we need the next generation to have a healthy relationship with, you know, not only exercise, but food. And if you know me, you know that it's no surprise that I love my food. And food has always been fuel to me. I've never had a bad relationship with food. I'm super grateful for that. Again, like, I was always an athlete growing up, so I'd eat the same way my brothers ate because they were playing sports and I was playing sports. So, like, I needed to fuel my body as well because, you know, I needed to perform. So I needed to make sure that I, you know, I fueled appropriately. And especially once I got into endurance sports and learned even more about the importance of fuel and electrolytes and salt and all of all of those things. So that's another thing too is that you know, I think our moms, the baby boomers were just so so focused on losing weight that food was demonized as bad. You know, carbs were demonized as bad. You need to cut carbs and, you know, no sugar and, you know, this and that. And it's like Cutting out a complete food group we know is not healthy, but, you know, it makes sense that those two things go hand in hand, right? Like using exercise as a method to lose weight and then demonizing food as bad, you know, demonizing carbs as bad and, you know, sugar as bad and all of those things. So it's funny 
I'm not trying to pick on my mom or anything, but sometimes it'll come out in like little things that she says. And like, it's not her fault. It's just kind of all she knows, right? Because that's how she was raised to view, you know, exercise as a means to lose weight and seeing food as good and bad. And my mom doesn't eat a lot. Like she's, you know, she always says she she eats to live. She doesn't live to eat, right? She says that all the time. And we're like everyone else in my family, my sister included, we're like, no, we love food. <laughs> we love we love to eat our food. And that's probably the Italian in us. But it's funny that when I was pregnant, I uh, I really didn't change much about my diet, like at all. I was definitely hungrier, especially in my third trimester. But honestly, to me, it was like Ironman training hunger, you know, and I was eating, I didn't even eat bad. I don't even remember what I was eating, but I I just remember I was starving and I was like, oh my God, I'm just so hungry. And I was, I, we live with my parents right now. And I, I remember I was eating, I don't remember what I was eating, but you know, my mom, you know, looked over to me and she's like, you better be careful. And I just kind of rolled my eyes because I'm just like, whatever, mom. But like, honestly, whatever, mom, (laughs) because I've always had a very healthy appetite. I've always had a very healthy relationship with food and my body image. And I'm grateful for that because my mom saying that could have like triggered me like, oh my God, like, am I eating too much? Like, am I gaining too much weight like in pregnancy? And like made me question everything. But like, I know better. And I gained 50 freaking pounds pregnant. And I didn't gorge myself. Like, I worked out six days a week, seven days a week. I was just as active in my pregnancy as I was pre-pregnancy, minus running. I had to cut out running at 20 weeks pregnant because I had low placenta. But I walked my dogs one to two miles every day. I strength trained three, four times a week. I swam. I mean... You might even say I was overtraining while I was pregnant, but that's just what my body was used to. My body is used to all of that activity and all of that food. So I don't like, you know, I don't, um, I'm not mad at my mom for like saying anything like that, but I would never say something like that to my daughter. Like, oh, you better be careful because food is not bad. Like, you know, like food can't be seen as, you know, a negative thing because food is fuel and especially pregnant, like food is fuel for your baby and food is fuel for your workout. So it's like, I've always had that mentality that like, no, food isn't bad. Food is my fuel. Food is how I, my body functions. Food is how my body performs athletically. Food is how my baby grows healthy and amazing and awesome. And my daughter is like a beast of a baby. Like she was a big baby. She was almost nine pounds and she, all of her milestones have been right on point and like she's clapping her hands. She's just, she's awesome. And it's funny because my husband, if you don't know him, he attributes all of my daughter's milestones and her temperament to how I took care of myself when I was pregnant. He goes, she's chemically well-balanced. She's chemically (laughs) well-balanced. Like you worked out, like you ate well, like you did all of the things and she's amazing because of it. Now, 
I feel like there needs to be a little bit more. I, I totally love that, babe. And I, I love you for saying all of those things. Um, and maybe, right? Like maybe she is so awesome and amazing and sleeps well and all the things because of how I was during my pregnancy. But like, I don't know any different, you guys. Like, it's just being active is like part of who I am. Like it's part of my identity. And even even through ACL tears, two of them, and even through abdominal surgery, and even through having a baby that tore up my pelvic floor, like I've had to change my activity over time based on my life seasons and different circumstances and injuries. But being active is just a part of me. And this is what we need to show our daughters. This is how we need to raise our daughters that like having an active lifestyle is just, that's just part of, part of the deal of being a human. It's not a method to, you know, lose weight or change your body composition. That's just a byproduct. Like, Having like a, I don't know, fit body, and I say that in air quotes, fit body, whatever that means to you, is just a byproduct of your lifestyle of eating well and exercising and lifting weights and, you know, doing yoga, running, biking, swimming, like all of the things. So I just really want moms to keep that in mind, especially if you have daughters, is that let them take up space. Let them take up space in in the weight room, you know, in strength classes at their at their school. Let them take up space in, you know, in the classroom by, you know, get, voicing their opinion. Let them take up space in boardrooms and in gyms and in business, you know, encourage your daughter to do whatever she wants to do to seek out her her potential, whether that's through sport or through business or through schooling or whatever, like encourage your daughter that like, just because, you know, she's a woman or female that she doesn't belong somewhere. Like she doesn't belong in an entrepreneur seat or she doesn't belong in the weight room. Like that paradigm shift is happening. And whether you see it or not, like it is happening. So I encourage you, moms, like raise strong daughters, right? Teach them that exercise is good for their health, not just their waistline, right? It is It is good to be strong. It helps us with our stress levels, our mental capacity. It makes us sharper. It makes us more productive, whether they're a student or um, an employee or whatever. It's not just about body image. It's not just about aesthetics, it's about being strong. It's about being capable and independent. And also, you know, when it comes to food, teaching them that food is fuel, not only for their for their exercise, but for their brain and for their studies and for their productivity and everything like that. So this paradigm shift is happening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that if you're a mom of, of girls, of daughters, I mean, even sons, but I think daughters is just we need to have more of an impact on our daughters because then they're going to raise another generation. And it starts with it starts with us moms. You know, moms are the nucleus of the family. Right. And if we can change moms and make moms happy, then we make families happy. Then we make communities happy. Then we make towns and cities happy. And then we make our country a happier 
better, healthier place. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Mama Project Podcast. If you'd like to see more from me, head over to Instagram and follow at christine.adele.fit. You can also check out my Mama Project channel on YouTube. If you'd like more information on any of my coaching programs, I'll include my contact info in the show notes so we can connect. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss out when a new episode is released. See you next time.